Welcome to Rugby Uncovered. I'm Paul Rodriguez, and together with Tom Nash, we're speaking to Ella Vivas from Loughborough Lightning. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Ella, you have achieved an extraordinary amount in a very short space of time, but you're from Enfield. I am indeed. You went to Hartbury College. You went then to Saracens. Can you, we get a lot of girls asking how these things took place because they're interested, because they are in love with rugby. Can you tell us how this, this, um, this, this process worked? Yeah, so, I mean, I've, I've played rugby literally since probably I was about five years old. I was just, I was keen on all sports as a kid. Um, and actually, my brother is probably the same with a lot of girls. My brother started playing when I was younger. Um, so I just, I begged my mum to take me along, um, got involved with like a, a mixed team. It was actually Saracens Minis. Um, yeah, so got involved with them and just had, I was really lucky because I had a, I had a really supportive coach at that club who, me being one of two girls at the club, he like made massive special effort to kind of include the girls and make sure the boys weren't not passing to us because we were girls and like really went out of his way to, to kind of develop us. So I think that that plays a big role in the fact that I actually stuck it out and um, I'm still playing rugby now. So yeah, so played all through age group rugby and just it was I played a lot of sports and it was just the sport that kind of stuck with me the most and worked for worked for me so then um I kind of made the decision at between GCSEs and A-levels to go to Hartbury just because I think at that point rugby was starting to take up a lot of my life and kind of become a priority and I think when you're at when you're at a school that kind of doesn't understand that and probably doesn't know much about that it's quite hard to balance the academics and, and the rugby. So Hartbury was really just the perfect place because they obviously, they have an integrated rugby programme there. And the whole purpose of it is that the kind of academic side and the rugby side are very intertwined and they work with each other to support you, support you with both. So yeah, that was, that was a big decision for me at that age, but actually that's probably a lot of credit to, to where I am now. That just, Hartbury and the professional environment that it was kind of just gave me that taste of of the high elite level of sport and I just kind of clung on to it from there and because I'm originally from Enfield came came home to have a gap year um didn't really know what I wanted to do at university Saracens was obviously that was the club I was at at Minis so that that was my local club and had a lot of links there so joined there and yeah that was that was kind of the start of my premiership rugby um, had a really good experience at Saracens. It was, it was very different probably to where I am now at Loughborough just because actually in the place I was in my life, taking a gap year and kind of that rugby being my main social circle, I was, I was very integrated very quickly. Whereas it probably took me a bit longer at Loughborough just because I, I'm at Nottingham University, so I'm not, I'm not at Loughborough like a lot of the girls are. So it probably took me that bit longer to, to integrate properly. But yeah, Loughborough is the same in that it's a really professional environment and really, really enjoying it here. Good. And that explains the correlation between being at Nottingham University and playing for Loughborough and leaving Saracens, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, the, I'm at Loughborough now because uh, chose chose to come to Nottingham University. It Actually, my university 
kind of choices were all based around rugby as it is just because to play at that that highest possible level you need to be playing in a in a premiership club and um for me at that time I was kind of transitioning between positions between I used to be a 13 and I was transitioning to nine so it was really important to me that I found a club that not only had a place for me as nine so that I would there was a chance that I was going to get game time but also that had the right sort of coaching staff that could help develop me as a nine. Mm -hmm. You along with um, our previous guest Joe Yap and um, Holly Cunningham went on the tour of the under 20s tour of Canada. Um, tell us about that. that, that must have been an extraordinary experience. Yeah it was, it was an amazing experience to, to kind of to get that abroad tour as such because that, yeah that's something that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do um it was it was two weeks it was it was quite long really like for that to be in that professional environment and like you kind of always feel like you're under a bit of pressure so it 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 does definitely take a, a bit of getting used to um but for me it was it was perfect because it did as I said earlier it, it kind of came at that time that I was transitioning between um a 13 and scrum half and Jo Yap being uh being a former scrum half herself is the perfect experience for me really to to get a really intense period of time training in that position playing competitive rugby in that position um and just getting that that insight from Jo Yap so yeah that I think that really helped me in my in my rugby journey what 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 brought about the change of position for you um it, it's funny actually because I I was a I was a 13 in my first year of under 20s and then I retrialed again the next year as a 13 and kind of got into the program as a 13 um, and I had no idea it was coming but at the first camp I remember Joe Yap sat me down and said how would you feel about how about transitioning to scrum half because I think um, Scott Beeman the England backs coach had had basically identified that I'm probably not got much potential as 13 but might potentially have some something at scrum half um and at the time I remember I, I probably didn't respond that positively to it because I had I'd had a fair amount of ex well I wouldn't call it experience but uh as like a younger minis rugby player I had always played scrum half just because I was the smallest on the team and at that level I think my preconception of the position was just that you're passing the ball and that's it and you don't get to do anything else with it and I I loved like the attacking side of rugby um so yeah I, I probably didn't respond that positively to it and I like it took me a while to kind of come come to terms with it and be happy with it because I also think at the time just by chance uh the two scrum halves that were selected in under 20s were injured so I kind of, I think I, I misread it a bit at the time and thought, oh, they just want me to be scrum half because the other players are injured and they need someone. But actually, I think they had identified that I probably have more potential in that position. Um, and now, yeah, I've, I've grown to love it, definitely. But yeah, it took me, by, took me by surprise at the time. Would you say that the changes, provisional changes in the laws offers more fluidity and, and, and there, there aren't the set aspects of the, of the positions anymore you can be you can be more uh, flexible yeah I, de I definitely position. agree I think I think the way the game is is going is kind of 
there's that emphasis on scrum halves really being an attacking threat which maybe maybe it wasn't so much before but like um, the vast majority of of kind of my game and what what coaches try and implement is is for that scrum half to be the primary threat so around the breakdown around the fringes and just in in open play for scrum halves to really actually have a chance at attacking so so yeah at in the game that it is now I think I think scrum halves play a probably a larger role than they did before but also just in that I think the position I was before I probably relied on on other people kind of for the tactic side of things and and the game management so now me having a much more active role in the game management side of things I think it brings a lot more fulfillment of the game for me definitely. Excellent. Lightning have had I'd say the perfect start to the season. You've had three wins out of three, um, along with a couple of other teams. But yeah. I guess the standard now in this division is so high that you're, there's no way your coaches are going to let you say, yeah, you've had the perfect start. You, you are being encouraged to improve every, all the time. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, as this season starting now is, is a completely different level to what it was before. I think before there were kind of maybe three tiers of teams that you had those you had those people in the top tier that were miles above the people in the middle tier and then again who were miles above those those in the bottom tier but now I think I think you'd have a real trouble predicting the score of pretty much any game any two teams that come against each other I think it's definitely a tough battle now which really it definitely changes the league and um and puts probably more pressure on the on the long ride of the season because maybe before you'd had those games that you you kind of can relax into and I mean it's a bit unprofessional to say that but that that probably come a bit easier than other games but now mm. the the whole season is just a, a definitely a consistent time to just keep improving. Yes, yeah, certainly the the games have been very tight indeed. In fact, we're going to show a clip from your match against uh, Gloucester Hartbury which was uh, 32-26. And uh, you did pretty well, considering um, considering your background. You didn't show them any mercy, did you? Yeah, I mean, so, so it was a free kick there, which is a bit of an insight into, into the new rules. Um, and as I was kind of saying before, like there's a big emphasis on scrum halves at the moment to just be a real attacking threat, threat especially around those the breakdown area. And yeah, from that, I think I'm just always, always looking for that half space. Uh, to get through to get my chance to attack so yeah that was that was kind of me there implementing that yes this I mean this is a this is just a little clip of excellence from Helena Rowland really that I I was lucky enough to be on the back end of got the glory of that but yeah I think that the vision and skill execution from Helena there really really made that you're very modest that was a fantastic run you really, you really seized that and you were in the right place at the right time, which was the most important thing there. Oh yeah, me, me trying to find that gap again probably didn't, didn't quite work out that time, but actually that's, that's probably what you've got to do. I think maybe 50% of the time you're not going to get through, but I'm a, I'm a trier, that's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> it's pressure, pressure, pressure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really tight game, this game. I think Gloucester really put us under loads of pressure with their defence. They came flying at us, so we kind of had to had to adapt to that. And 
maybe change our style change our style of attack a bit at half time but yeah bit of forwards excellence there i'll be happy you put that in Ooh. yeah and Excellent. a cracking break from delica there i'm not yeah. sure if you saw in that footage but i'm actually celebrating about 20 <laughs> meters back from there so it would have been embarrassing for me if she didn't score that <laughs> so absolutely brilliant um now ella you're becoming stars and this is what this program is about we want people to know about the personalities and the players and know where to follow them so you're on social media. If people want to follow your progress, obviously they can go to Loughborough Lightning's website. But if they wanted to follow you, how would they do that? Yeah, you you can follow my Instagram any day. It's it's Ella Vivas. Not sure if you're gonna know how to how to spell that, but W Y R W A S. Um, yeah, po posting starting posting some some rugby content on there now that rugby's back Fantastic. i mean i've been i've been injured for a while actually it's almost two years for me that i haven't played rugby so now i'm looking forward to getting some more rugby content on there definitely wow amazing so some people have been dying for some rugby rugby because of the lockdown and just can't wait to get out there and you've been waiting two years for it so it must have been yeah, amazing amazing getting back on the pitch you can just see that energy yeah, Definitely. How is the how is the knee? Is it, is it now fully recovered? Yes, it's it's good. It's um it's recovered. It's recovered fully. I think I still probably have a lot to work on in regards to kind of keeping on top of that rehab and making sure it doesn't lapse a bit. But um yeah, it's back in back in full force, which is which is really good. It's been a long time coming. Well, it looks great yeah. from where we're sitting. You've done a fantastic <laughs> job. Well done. Hope it continues. All the very best for Thank the rest of the much. season, and we hope Thank to speak so to much. you again. We hope to speak to you again. Yeah, love it. Thank you thank so much. You. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 And thank you so much for watching. We'll catch you next time.